This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 149, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, we have another expert secrets guest. Um, that's right, I still want to do this expert secrets stuff. Um, it's just a bit of extra work. So when I get time... I'll do it. When I haven't got time, I probably won't do it. Um, anyway, in today's episode, I speak to Zenik from Zenik's English Podcast. Zenik is a fellow English teacher from the Czech Republic and also a fellow podcaster. He is in the podcast brotherhood, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's probably enough of me talking rubbish. So let's hear what he has to say. Happy listening. So hello Zenik and welcome to Rock and Roll English. Hi Martin, thanks for having me. No problem, thanks for coming on. I've wanted you on here for a long time. I've written about 10 messages to you but it's never happened. It's finally happened. <laughs> yeah, and I have wanted to come for about 10 times myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, all's well that ends well, okay? You're here, everything is perfect. Okay, lovely. <laughs> So just to tell people a little bit about Zenik, he also has a podcast himself, which I believe you started in 2013. Is that right? Uh, yeah, it might be right. I actually don't remember exactly, but it was roughly <laughs> at this time. <laughs> well, I literally just read that on your um, like website. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm especially interested in the reasons why you started it, because I think it's very, very inspiring for other people. So tell us. That's a big mystery, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Um, well, I, I have to admit that I was inspired by Luke's English podcast, mm -hmm. um, which is obviously a podcast you have been yourself on. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, he, I still refer to him as the king of the English yeah, learning podcasts. Yeah. yeah. For a reason. The, yeah. Yeah. The pioneer. He was really, oh, I think the first really. I don't know if anyone was doing it before. I, I think some people might have been doing it, but not, uh, not in a decent way. Mm. I got heavily inspired by Luke's English podcast. Mm -hmm. I, I was looking for some resource for a lesson and 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 then I discovered Luke's English podcast and I used yeah. um, one episode that he recorded in one of my lessons mm -hmm. and then I was like hmm this is interesting I might as well start listening to it myself mm -hmm. and so I did and after a few weeks I came to a conclusion that <laughs> I should try to do something similar mm -hmm. I had tried to do my own podcast before that mm -hmm. but um, uh, it wasn't really great success at all. Okay. And I didn't devote the time to it either. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to know someone that appreciates the time it does take because it does take a lot of time, doesn't yeah. it? Making podcasts. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I remember as well, you telling me that you made it um, to like maintain your speaking practice. Yeah. Is that right? That was part of the reason. And another, mm -hmm. another reason is that I have always wanted to do something like I'm sort of like a creative person I would say mm -hmm. um, okay. <laughs> arrogantly and <laughs> um, I just hope I hope it didn't sound pretentious or anything but uh, no, I no, consider myself a creative person I just need to do something creative it's not always good mm -hmm. but um, I have to do something either create a game or a podcast or something like that yeah so it's like a need I have Exactly. Yeah, I like how you said that um, it's not always good. I often feel like that with the podcast. Sometimes I listen to one of the podcasts I make and think, oh, that's really good. And sometimes I think, 
that's a bit shit but it can't always be brilliant it's yeah. like a footballer you can't play well yeah. every week yeah. you know every even Messi and Ronaldo they have their off games exactly and I think it's important to realize that you, you are not perfect and whatever you're doing is not perfect because that's the way to improve it if you think exactly. if you think you're you're the best and it, it's the same with we could draw an analogy to learning a language right uh -huh. if you Absolutely. If, if you think you've got it all then you will stop learning stop improving Absolutely. stop working on yourself and that's that's when you lose it Exactly. Absolutely. Um, so you obviously learned English as a second language. So tell us about your journey of learning English. Yeah, it's been um, it's been a long journey, and um, mm -hmm. I'm still not at the end at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that, that's one of the things. I don't think it ever really ends nah. because I mean, even myself, I <laughs> I'm a native English speaker, but I can assure you, I don't know all of the words in English. Yeah. In fact, most of the guests on Rock and Roll English know at least five times more words. Than me. <laughs> Have you actually measured it like that? Uh, no, but sort of just a rough sort of idea. I think at least five times. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, yeah, it's um, it's been a uh, it's been a long journey, as I said, and I, I don't know which part you wanna hear. Basically, I started at school like uh, everyone else, uh, I suppose, and then uh, I think a, a massive point in my life was when I um, lived in England for about mm. one and a half years. Mm -hmm. And I came back. And whereabouts? Whereabouts did you live in uh, England? Finsbury Park in London. Ah, okay. Uh, so that's why you support Arsenal then. Uh, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, I came back. I I uh, went to university. I did the field of English teaching mm -hmm. because I thought I had learned English to a sufficient level so mm -hmm. that I could become a teacher. And then um, yeah, at the university, all my basically lectures and seminars were in English so that helped oh, okay. that helped I suppose mm -hmm. it's, it's funny that I only started listening to podcasts after I graduated oh really yeah oh wow and um, what were the main the biggest difficulties you had in your learning journey mm, I suppose I, I suppose it's like most people I, I didn't have enough opportunities to practice okay because one thing is to learn the theory and like to be good at filling in the gaps in mm -hmm. uh, Raymond Murphy's English Grammar in Use. Mm -hmm. But then uh, another thing is to actually start using the language actively because it's always a challenge, isn't it? Sure, exactly. Yeah, For, yeah many students that um, I know are good on paper. Yeah. As you said, they can fill in a gap, but then actually interacting with someone, conversing with someone is often um, a different story. Yeah, and there are a lot of like um, challenges. It's not just your your own language it's like mental thing isn't it because you have to over Absolutely. overcome the fear of not sounding perfect and not having the, the top-notch pronunciation yeah exactly and yes it, rock and roll vocabulary they're top-notch like <laughs> absolute maximum yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah i completely agree is um it was and it is um, the same for me in Italian, um, even today, of like the confidence thing, depending on who I'm with, etc. I think, oh, fuck, there's a lot of people here. Do I want to say something or should I just be quiet and not say anything? Exactly. It still happens to me now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're obviously an English teacher as well. Mm -hmm. um, so at the moment, so you teach in the Czech Republic and you, you often go to England in the summer. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I've been there twice, so I don't know if it counts okay. as often, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think one more, three times can be often. So one more time we can say often. Third time is, what's the expression? Third time is the charm. Yeah, or third time lucky, Ash, I believe. Damn it. <laughs> third, third time lucky, yeah. Third time lucky, uh, yeah. Yeah, so when you, um, 
like with your students? What are the main tips you give them to help them improve? Well, obviously, I tell them to listen to rock and roll English. Oh, That's course, the yeah, first thing one, I tell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I start a lesson, I, I don't even uh, I don't even do the um, icebreakers or anything. I just say, "Hello, my name is Denik. I'm an English teacher, and here is the tip for you to learn English: listen to rock and roll English." <laughs> and, and then I carry on with a normal lesson. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Thanks. Yeah, no worries. Anytime. <laughs> yeah, but um, except that, obviously, the obvious tip of telling them to listen to rock and roll English. What what other things do you um, tell them? What other pieces of advice do you give them? Well, to be honest, it's nothing really out of ordinary, nothing profound. It's just uh -huh. you have to enjoy it. Like if you don't okay. enjoy it, you you won't be motivated enough. Yeah. And, uh, well, you say that though, but that is an extremely important um, point, which sometimes I think some people don't. Um, don't quite fully understand. No. I have many students that just say, for example, I have to speak it for work yeah. um, and that they just do it, but they don't try and do things yeah. that they're interested in in English and then they have difficulty and lose motivation. Absolutely. Exactly like you said. Absolutely. I think sometimes it's the teachers that's, uh, as well. You know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because obviously that motivation rubs off on them. So mm -hmm. rubs off. There's some rock and roll vocabulary as well. It sort of um, moves into them, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think uh, both uh, the teacher and the students uh, have to uh, sort of make it so that it's enjoyable. Sure, absolutely. Um, I know as well. Um, I'm quite interested in this myself that you um, teach via board games. So board games are things like Monopoly, in case people don't know. So how do you do that? That's an interesting thing that I'm very interested to hear about. Mm -hmm. Well. Essentially, like I teach via, it sounds uh, too strong as a word, via board game or as an expression. I do that in England. That's because, okay. that's because in England I, I um, teach at summer camp. Okay. In Wembley, actually. Mm -hmm. um, okay, yeah. Yeah. And um, so, like, the students come for, uh, let, let's say, 14 days. A lot of them are Italians, by the way. And, okay, yeah, I remember you saying. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I design uh, lesson plans in a way that uh, I have a board game as the main task. So it's sort of like task-based learning, if you're fam okay. familiar with that approach. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so there's, it's like it's like a meaningful activity, which they do. So it's, it's, it should be motivating. And mm -hmm. who doesn't like games, right? <laughs> exactly yeah yeah absolutely but because because i i have to sort of like prove myself as a non-native teacher so i try to really do it well so um mm -hmm. um so following all the all the right methods and uh preparing the lesson communicatively reducing the teacher talking time and all that uh, yeah. so I, t I take extra um extra effort i i make extra effort mm -hmm. and i go out of my way to really uh, prepare it well and so essentially, I need to sort of first explain the rules somehow. But that's, that's where, that's where we have, there's like a trap there. Because if I start explaining the rules, it could end up being like 15, 20 minutes. Sure. So I have to find a way for them to, to learn how to play the game, but without me speaking. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, so, uh, what I do, is basically that I find a video, for example, of the playthrough or, or, or the rules explanation on YouTube. Oh, okay, nice. Or, or I, I write a short text or I even take the rules from the game and I turn it into a listening task or, or, or a reading task 
with mm-hmm. with questions so, so uh, with questions oh, nice. about yeah. about, yeah. about the rules sure and then um, uh, yeah 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 no i really like that it, like the task based um learning i often do that as well because as you said when students have an actual task to do mm-hmm. it makes it so much more interesting and people can do this as well when you've got an actual task that you need to do in english for example doing online courses there are many free online courses that people can do because you're yeah there's actually a purpose to it and it's exactly. much more motivating exactly and it's it's basically something that the students would do in their real life because yeah, exactly, if, if, you, if you think about a, a classroom it's such an artificial environment mm. and a lot of things yeah. a lot of things that are done there uh it's just doesn't really reflect real life you know Abs- absolutely especially for example a listening task um uh, when i did like the ielts listening exam uh, well i didn't do a real exam i was doing like a practice one in class i did very badly because i had never done that before um even though it was obviously in my native language i'd never had to listen mm-hmm. to read the questions and write yeah. all at the same time yeah now definitely this is a, this is a difficult skill to master mm. and i've had some problems with this myself i uh, my my latest score in ielts is 8 8 out of 9 mm. uh, from uh, in listening but um yeah it's because i listen to podcasts all the time these days yeah. but it's really tough as you say you have to uh listen you have to write um the answer down and then you, you also have to read, have to read as, well. as well the question yeah, yeah. Exactly. So this is just um, some advice to people if you are doing exams to really prepare yourself for that exam technique. Because if you don't have, even if your listening skills are perfect, um, if you don't have that exam technique, you will still make mistakes exactly like I do when yeah. I do the the listening test. And I think I know this is a cliche, but I think this is harder for men as well because <laughs> really? we, well, we are terrible at multitasking, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, Zenit. <laughs> I'm great at multitasking. Uh, okay, okay. Um, Sorry. But no, yeah, I think you might be right, actually. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, have you got any resources that you can give us? Something that I use is uh, there's a website, breakingnewsenglish.com. Okay, and it's, perfect. It's, it's been run for ages by, by an mm-hmm. English teacher from the UK, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe 20 years or 15 years, something like that. And basically what he does is that he takes um, a piece of news and creates an article out of it, a short article, and then and, and builds a lesson around it. And it's really, really nice because it's mm-hmm. up to date and topical and everybody can, um, uh, yeah, like a lot of people are interested in it. I can also, that, because there are so many articles, I can choose the ones that are, appropriate or I think might be interested, uh, interesting. So, for example, if I have a student that I know is interested in technology, I pick an article about technology. Or if I teach a business English class, then I choose something um, suitable for that. So, sure. and that, so we have got like, uh, so there are like listening tasks and grammar activities, vocabulary, everything. Uh-huh. Oh, great. And if I'm not mistaken, so I'm sure I've come across this website before. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different levels. Is that exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, again, people that listening can go onto the website and find something suited to their level. Mm-hmm. And then you can do all the extra activities. Is that right? Yeah. I, I yeah. can't really remember. It, 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 so it, it is right. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's a great website. And as well, again, it makes it more interesting because you're reading something that it is actually... Um, relevant stuff information that you want to know again almost like task-based learning because if there's mm-hmm. actually a point to it instead of just reading a text that's completely made up and makes 
almost no sense. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, Zenik, so where can we find out more about you? Well, to be honest, um, I have sort of started uh, working on a website, but because I'm mm-hmm. not really computer savvy, uh, uh, I would even go as far as to say that I'm computer illiterate. Um, <laughs> I feel your pain, believe me, I feel your pain. I haven't really progressed that much. So there is a website in working progress. Uh, okay. It's com. Okay, uh, but there is nothing there yet, so don't go there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but your podcast, where can we find out? About yeah, that, that's I guess that's more interesting. Uh, the podcast mm. can be found on podbean.com, and uh, okay. so it's the same host as you have, Martin, because you it were is, the one who recommended it to me actually. <laughs> that, that's good to know, yeah. good to know. Um, or you can just type into Google, which is what I did, um, the next English podcast, or you can go to the show notes of this episode and mm-hmm. find it there. Or just it's on iTunes, so basically pretty much any podcasting app on your phone will find it. Okay, perfect. Okay, well, thanks a lot for your time, Zenit. It's been a pleasure finally talking to you. Yeah, absolute pleasure for me too, Martin. It's great to be on your podcast and it's it's um, it's one of uh, the things on my bucket list, actually. <laughs> okay, well, you can tick that one off. Perfect. I just wanted to say that I'm competing with Dan, actually, because I know Dan has his own bucket list. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe you two can compare bucket lists, which in case people don't know, is like a list of things you want to do before you die. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, well, thanks a lot again, Zenik, and I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, thanks, Martin. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. So that was me speaking to Zenik about some expert secrets. So let's look, as always, at the best takeaways. One thing that I took away from this um, was that he said, never stop working and think you're the best. Never think, okay, I've reached the top now. I mean, that's just good life advice, isn't it? Um, Whatever you do, never think, you know, that's it. Now I'm going to stop learning, especially with languages. Um, He also said you need to overcome the fear of not sounding perfect. We all have to do that in foreign languages. We all want to sound perfect. We speak our own languages perfectly. We want to seem intelligent because, you know, we, we are intelligent, aren't we? We are intelligent in our own languages and sometimes we're worried about sounding stupid in a second language. But we need to overcome that fear. I think I read somewhere that a foreign accent is a sign of courage because you have the courage to actually speak it Um, you have to enjoy it we've had that a lot as well and that is so important but I enjoyed the fact that he said also the teacher needs to enjoy it you know there's nothing worse than going to a lesson and seeing the teacher is having a really shit time so the teacher and the student need to um, enjoy it Um, another thing I thought was really interesting he said that he needed to prove himself as a non-native speaker and prove himself as a teacher basically because he's non-native which I found very interesting and my personal opinion is that non-native speakers often make better teachers because they've actually gone through the journey that you're going through to learn English. I often feel that I have to prove myself as a native speaker teacher. So, you know, it's good to see um, a different opinion. That's the point of this expert secret series to listen to what people in different parts of the world have to say. You can always learn something from someone else, especially someone that's got a lot of experience teaching English. Um, 
Another thing was that the board games, when he spoke about them, he said that it's something you do in real life. That is very important. Do things in English that you do in your normal life. Otherwise, it doesn't really have much sense, does it? Anyway, thanks again to Zenik for coming on.、Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. All of the links we spoke about are on the website, rockandrollenglish.com,、um, episode number 149. I will see you all again on Monday, people. But in the meantime, Just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.